0: Welcome to the Resilient Living Podcast. I am your host, Taryn Minifield. Excited for another opportunity to talk with you about all things resilient. Before I get into today's topic, I just wanted to take the time to thank you. Thank you for each and every person that's listening. Thank you for each and every person that's sharing. I appreciate your good feedback. And I'm so excited about the things that you've shared and some of the goals that I've started to generate for 2024. You see, this is the last Wednesday of 2023. And I'm just so excited and so proud of the work and the community that we've built here. And things are just getting started. So today, I wanted to close out the year with a topic a project rather, that I'm working on myself. I am working on decluttering my life. You know, when it comes to the end of the year or when you're getting ready to start something new, often we take the time to take a look at things around us and start trying to put things in order, get organized, and just get a new refreshed look at what we're going to do Our goals, things that we want to tackle, and really just evaluate where we are and start formulating a goal of where it is that we want to be. I am no different than anyone else out there. So I started thinking about decluttering, and I thought this would be a great topic for us to talk about. Because a lot of times when you start decluttering things, you have to start paying attention to the things that you have gone through and the things you actually have overcome. Now, a lot of times we talk about decluttering the environment around us, and we'll talk about that too, but we also are going to hit on decluttering your life emotionally, spiritually, all of those things that make you who you are and where you are today. We're going to talk about it just for a few moments so that you can start thinking and resonating with a plan in order to have things different. So maybe the number one question is, well, why would I want to have things different? You know, we should always be growing towards more. If you've accomplished a lot of your goals this year, if you made some steps and got some great takeaways, there's more available for you. There's more available for you and the ones that are around you that are watching you. So we always want more, not necessarily more things materially, but we want to continue to grow into our authentic selves that we have been designed as. We want to have more. And you know, I've often heard people say you can't have it all. Well, I think you actually can have it all, but it's the rhythm that you have in your life that allows you to conceive what all really is. So let's get into it. Let's talk about decluttering. So when I talk about decluttering, it's just talking about ways to simplify your life, um, organizing very various aspects of your life, both the physical and the mental. So let's start talking about the physical decluttering. Now, this process, I want you to stick with me because you know what? it It takes time. It takes time when you're really actually going through the motions of decluttering things that are around you. You want to give yourself some space and some time to do it and to do it well. You want to remember to start small. You know, sometimes it starts with just organizing a drawer in your kitchen or a single room like your closet in your bedroom. Decluttering actually means that you've accumulated things that actually are out of order. Now, not out of order in a negative sense, but out of order that they don't have the rightful place at this point in time to add to your life. If you're like me, you want your life to be simple, to be seamless. And sometimes decluttering allows us to organize and think better. And if we have the space around us, that's just a little bit more organized and clear It allows us to add to our lives or give out the things that are no longer serving us or needing. So start small. You also want to start decluttering by category. You know, when I started looking at all the things that I wanted to take a look at, you know, my clothes, my papers, you know, all of the digital things that I have. Yeah, I need to start in one place. So not only do I start small, but I start focusing in on exactly what I need to tackle. For me, clothes is an easy one. You know, I've already got my closet kind of color coded. So I not only color code my closet, you're going to hear a little bit more about me now. I actually organize them by season. So with me, like in the categories, I'm able to take a look at the clothes and the season that I'm in and probably declutterize them by taking things that I haven't worn out and giving those things away or packing up those things that are not in the same season so I can move and open up that space to actually even receive more things if I want to purchase them. Now, one thing that I really, truly do, and I actually have taught my children this over the years, is that we actually keep some things, we donate some things, and then we disregard some things. You know, um, for instance, when it comes to Christmas, we practice in our household that we would have the kids go through the toys that they've had all year. There's some toys that maybe don't have all of the gadgets that it originally had or it's a toy that they don't pay any attention to, or even those video games. Remember when your children would excel in the video games and it was no longer useful to them because they, they won? So all of those things we would have them go through and take a look at. And we got them in the mindset of thinking, you had this awesome year, this awesome time with these things. Now we're going to give it to someone else that maybe didn't have an opportunity to share in these things. Now, come on, we didn't give them anything that was so torn up that another child wouldn't be able to enjoy it. But I'm proud to say that a lot of the things that my children had were in really great shape. So we would donate those things. We would donate them to organizations that would be able to, you know, resell them or reuse them or repurpose them for children that didn't have those things. So donating for us was a really big thing. And so, as my children were going to receive gifts, I also wanted them to learn about giving to other people and really having a grateful heart for whatever it was that they were going to receive, receive at Christmas time. So, keeping, donating, and discarding things was really, really important. One thing that um, I personally do is that I kind of have a, adopted this rule that if I buy something or clothing in the store, I, I automatically decide that I'm going to remove something from my closet. Now the something that I'm removing from my closet is something that I've had for a period of time that I've worn and that's in good shape. And whether I remove it from my closet to give it to one of my daughters, or if I remove it from my closet to give to an organization, I continue to keep maintaining that balance. Now, do I have an excess in my closet? Why, yes, I do. Do I like the opportunity that when I get something in that I'm able to get something out? I love it because you know what? I own these things. These things don't own me. So I am quick that if I find a purse that I like or some new shoes that I want, I don't mind giving and sharing what it is that I have because this is a thing. It's not something that owns me that I have so much territory and possession over that My identity is found in that thing. Now, there are some things that I have that are rather nice that I like to keep, but that's where the decluttering comes in because it just has to be organized if it's going to stay within my closet. Another area that I'm working on is decluttering my digital space. There are so many unnecessary files on my phone, on my computer, in my email, I am taking the time, starting small, like I'm recommending for you to do, to go through all of those unnecessary files that I can absolutely delete. I am sending everything to the cloud. I am loving the idea of starting with a clean slate. You know, I have some friends that would get so annoyed looking at the number of emails that I had in my email box You know, some people have the mode and the the method of answering every email or opening every email to review everything. And then if it doesn't serve them, they get rid of it. Well, I haven't mastered that just yet. So that's one thing that I'm going to do is declutter my digital space. You know, these are just suggestions. Like I said, this is what I'm doing because me getting my space organized and feeling like the environment around me is in order allows me to have a great new fresh start. Now, along with starting small and organizing the categories that I'm going to be um, decluttering, I actually give myself a certain amount of time like a goal to make sure to get that decluttering done. If I am not consistent with what I'm doing and how I'm approaching it, it takes way too long for me to get it done. And I'm actually not as efficient as I want to be because I get tired. So this is me just talking about me. Consistency is more important in anything that you're trying to do in order to do it well. So those are some of the physical things that I'm actually doing. You know, some of the emotional things that I'm starting to do just for myself, getting ready for 2024, is I start prioritizing some of the tasks that I have. I am one of those people that always has a to-do list. I have a to-do list for little things. I have a to-do list for bigger things. And I'm always working to knock things off of my list and not bring it to the next day. But I need to have a priority and what's most important to get done in order so that my day is more productive. So I will prioritize task. Now for me, I actually have an iPhone and I have all the notes and all the different apps that allow me to do that. So we live in an age where technology will actually work with you in order for you to feel accomplished, in order for you to organize your time in order for you to be able to do a to-do list that allows you to check things off as you go and really take a handle on what's going on in order to add more to your list. I mean, it doesn't end, but I feel absolutely productive when I get things knocked off my list. Now, some of the other things that I'm actually doing is that I'm taking a look at all of the commitments that I have on my calendar. Some of the things that I have on my calendar, I do not need to participate in. I'm one of those people that like to stay busy and I like to have activities that allow me to feel productive, but everything that I'm doing is not going to serve the priority that I have in my life in order for me to be efficient. Because for me, efficiency is a really strong goal. So sometimes I will have things on my calendar that actually start creating more stress than they do the value of what I'm trying to accomplish. So I start taking a look at my calendar and start scratching off the things that I actually have to learn to say no to. That's not easy, but it's absolutely necessary if I'm going to accomplish what I want to accomplish. I also start blocking out times in the day to get specific tasks done. For instance, I work in my position an eight hour day job. So during that eight hours, I will often put my phone on Do Not Disturb so I can focus in on all those tasks that I'm doing while I'm working and then block other times throughout the day to make sure I spend that time and energy to get those things done as I've already prioritized those tasks. I'm telling you, this decluttering thing, it's more than just a sentence saying what you want to do. It absolutely becomes a plan of what you need to do. And just talking for me, it actually really gives me more clarity so that I can add more to my schedule and be more efficient because of the things that I've got done that help me grow to that space to be able to take in more. So finally, there's some other things that I do that help me with my mental and emotional decluttering. You know, it's so important to me. And as you already know, I'm a person of faith. So I spend that time in prayer, mindfulness, meditation to clear my mind. If I don't start my day off with some peace in order for me to get into the busyness of the day. My stress level is going to be so very high because I'm taking it all upon myself to get things done, rather than tapping into the power that's available for me through my faith. So it actually helps clear my direction. My overall well-being is focused and it's clear. And I walk with God throughout my day. It's not just me deciding to take on these tasks and the power of what I think I can do. Another thing that has been key for me is really continuing to release emotional baggage by living in unforgiveness with other people. I have to focus on the present and not allow the past things that have happened to hold me in the past and then have me worried about my future. I have to consciously make an effort that if there's something bothering me in a relationship, that I just am quick to forgive that person, that situation, or even forgive myself. What's so important for us to do to continue to move towards where we're going is to really release everything and all the expectations of things that you can't change. So I release emotional baggage. I forgive. My goodness, my husband can tell you this over and over. He is the most forgiven person ever. Because the little things that they do or little things that people do that can bother you or you see that you don't like, you can hold on to that and it becomes more, has more of a place in your life than what's necessary. So just forgive and continue on. You have to let go of the past so you can live in the present and you're not worried about your future. Another thing that I do, and I often do this um, not just at one time a year, is I really take a look and evaluate the relationships that I have. I actually have to let go a lot of relationships that are one-sided relationships. Are you that friend always calling and checking on someone else and not receiving that friendship back or that care? Are you the person that's always putting yourself out to help someone else and not receiving that in return. Those are some of the relationships you need to look at. If it's a one-sided relationship and you feel that that's your position in their life, whether it's a family member, a child, whatever you determine is important in that relationship, do it. But if there's a relationship that's creating animosity, anxiety, anxiety, Hurtfulness, bitterness, and it's a one sided relationship, you need to know that's not really a friendship. That would be an acquaintance. And you want to make sure you surround yourself with positive influences. It makes all the difference. And I would actually encourage you to put some time on your calendar, maybe once a month, so that you start asking yourself some really, really good, detailed questions about how you feel about these relationships and these influences that you have. I mean, you only have one life to live and these are your relationships that you are participating in. Don't waste your time. Another thing that I love to do is I love to journal. I have so many journals and the chain of thought in the journals is so all over the place. But one thing that journaling does, it allows me to write down my thoughts and my feelings and it helps me with processing my emotions and it really does help declutter my mind. Now, journaling isn't for everyone. Absolutely not for everyone but for those of you that are journaling those of you that are taking account for your thoughts and actually giving yourself time and space to evaluate what you're thinking about and how often you're thinking about and things to remind yourself of your value then cheers to both of us for journaling because that is amazing part of the journaling you also be able to define what your short-term short-term and long-term goals are Um, the clarity on this helps you focus on what truly matters. You know, we talked a lot about, you know, how that we, we prioritize our, our tasks. Well, all of these tasks that you're prioritizing allow you to speak to the short-term and long-term goals that you're forming and the clarity that you have as you continue to declutter, declutter is, it's just everything. It really is. It's a continuous process. I can't speak to it enough. Um, You know, I'm so excited that my mind works this way. You know, everybody doesn't. Everybody doesn't declutter. But I think it's so important in the end of the year or quarterly for you to take and evaluate what's going on around you in the environment that you're living in and what you want to happen because it's up to you to make a difference. Decluttering, it's a continuous process. You have to revisit and reassess your schedule, your mindset, your organization, your entire life. And as you get in that mind frame to make this a part of your lifestyle, you will continue to move towards the goals, the objectives, everything that you have. Now, I want to be clear to let you know that, you know, I don't have everything perfect. These are the tools that I use to help me. And I'm pretty consistent with using these tools, and I have a really good handle as far as balancing many areas of my life. Are there areas that I really want to work at more? Absolutely. But because I've taken care of a lot of the areas that I have and created an environment where I'm stimulated, I'm happy, I'm growing. It allows me to put more time and energy into those areas that I need for the better of my lifestyle, get it together. But if I didn't have everything else organized, I wouldn't be able to highlight or see what it is there. It makes all the difference. It makes all the difference. Now I know that people start talking about New Year and resolutions, and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, and more power to them. But resolutions have never worked for me because for me, a resolution is a declarative statement of something that I'm saying that I'm going to do, where decluttering is an action that I'm already taking in order to get me where it is I want to go. So I think resolutions are amazing. They just don't work for me because I don't want a temporary goal Um, based on actions to help me get to a certain level, I want a lifestyle that this is what I'm doing and decluttering for me is the way to go. Now, some of the things that I wanted to say, just to remind you some of the research that I did as far as decluttering and, and what that looks like, did you know that you can trade in some of your old electronic devices at Best Buy? Did you know that you can donate your your old books to the library? I did this often with my kids, that if they were going through their books and maybe they've gotten higher in in their primary school, that they would take the books that they used to have and donate them to the library. And then we'd be able to get new books for them. You can actually sell a lot of your items on Facebook or eBay or Craigslist. If there's something that's no longer serving you in your home, you can absolutely sell it where someone else will find a treasure in the things that no longer serve you. If you purchase clothes like from Madewell or from Lululemon, you can actually get a gift certificate for the old clothing that you have. Uh, We're a Lululemon family. We love that, but their clothes are quite pricey. So I was happy to hear that if we were to exchange or turn in those clothes, that they would give us a gift certificate for the old clothing that we that we had. That's amazing. That works towards the budget. Awesome. And if you had um, old sports equipment, there is a store called Play It Again Sports that will actually take and receive your donated sports equipment. So these are just simple places, and I'm sure in your community and things around you, you may find other places that you'd be able to take the goods that no longer serve you and offer them up, donate them to other people that may find use in what it is that you no longer serves you. It's about decluttering. I love it. I hope that you love it too. As I said, I'm so excited that we have had just so many topics and people um, that have been here on the podcast that continue to share. And I'm happy to report that we have over 28 countries that are listening to this podcast. That actually really blows my mind that the nuggets that we share, the conversations that we have, that they're meaning something to other people, that they are sharing what is going on here to remind people of the power and the strength of what they've gone through. I mean, resilience really does make a difference. I went through so many episodes that we had this year and started trying to jot down which one was better or which one was worse or which one really moved me. And I really didn't have ones that I could say was better than the other. What I can tell you is that I learned something in each and every one that I was present to hear. And I was also present to learn. I think anything and any podcast, any learning, any technology that we tap into that allows us to have more of who we are and define the clarity of where you want to go and adds to us, we're the better for. So again, I'm so grateful that this 2023 was amazing. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to declutter where I am so that I can make a path of where it is that we're going. I'm so glad that you're here with me. And I'm so glad that our resilience together will make a difference for someone else to hear. Maybe something that they didn't know. Maybe the information that's going to give them the success of what they need. All of it is all good. And I thank you so much for listening.